0: Welcome to Ravenclaw Rambler, the Harry Potter podcast going chapter by chapter through the book. Today we are on episode four, chapter four, Keeper of the Keys. So Keeper of the Keys, it goes straight in from the last chapter with another boom. (sighs) Dudas worked wake. Vernon's awake, Petunia's awake, and Vernon has a rifle. Now, rifles not that easy to come by in this country, you know. Air rifles are quite common though. So I'm wondering if it's just like a for show rifle, like an air rifle, just so he had something to threaten whoever with. They Wizarding World might not know the difference between real rifles, air rifles, even a paintball gun, but it was something that he had as, you know, a weapon, as a visual weapon. So Hagrid comes in with a crash, Sits on the thing. Couldn't make us a cup of tea. How rude is Hagrid? Couldn't make us a cup of tea. He comes in. He doesn't even introduce himself. He's not met these people. These people have not met him. Yes, he's met Harry. Harry was a baby. Harry doesn't remember. <laughs> Seriously, it's just like oh, couldn't have a cup of tea. Wouldn't ki- wouldn't mind for something stronger. Well, no. Hagrid just goes about this completely the wrong way. He does not get the Dursleys on his side in this introduction. Yeah, so Dudley runs off. Harry's there. Oh, you look like your parents. I don't know why I did that accent. That was an awful accent. <laughs> you look a lot like your dad, but you've got your mum's eyes. So th- that is nice because it's clearly stated that, you know, the Dursleys don't have any pictures of his parents around the house or anything else so he does get that little connection to his family through that but i still don't like how good here i mean he literally comes in don't know who never met the dursleys demands a cup of tea or something stronger uh, sits makes himself at home sits down phil and dursley not surprisingly a little afraid of this guy he's a giant we've had him described before he's got wild hair Beard, reaches the top of the ceiling He's a big guy Vernon's kind of afraid of this guy Clearly And then, what does Hagrid do? Oh, shut up, Disney Grey Prune Yeah, that's helpful Really making friends there, Hagrid So, yep, he brings a cake Nice, it's midnight You couldn't have called in the morning? So, don't get it But he does eventually Introduce himself Rubius Hagrid, Keeper of keys and grounds at Hogwarts. What's the point of a keeper of keys? <laughs> they do magic. They clearly can lock a door with magic. They do lock a door with magic. When do we ever see Hagrid with a key? What is the point? Grounds? Yes, I can understand. He does maintenance. He grows pumpkins. Whatever. Keeper of keys? Don't get it. However, I love the title. Because in my job, there's lots of keys. And th- occasionally people ask me for keys, like the electrician today. And so I am the keeper of the keys. That is not my job. That is not my job title. However, I just love the thought of it. Because you know, keeper of the keys, it sounds great, doesn't it? Pointless in the Harry Potter, lovely to me. Keeper of the key. I don't see the point of it, like I say, but then he goes in and says about Hogwarts. And we get the lovely rant by Petunia. Petunia's rant is interesting, to say the least. I wonder if Petunia has this rant... Well, obviously it's been waiting inside her for the last ten years, possibly longer. And But looking back on it, is it a rant of bitterness that she didn't have magic? Or is it a rant of bitterness that, because of magic, she lost Pretty much everything. Um, She lost her friendship with her sister. She lost her relationship. Sisterly relationship with her sister. In the end. Her sister got killed. So. She did lose everything that she had. With Lily. Because of magic. So it's an understandable rant. She doesn't want Harry to go to Hogwarts. Because Lily went to Hogwarts. And then died. So she might not particularly I don't want to say care about Harry, she does in her way care about Harry. But she doesn't want the same thing to happen to him, I don't think. I don't think she wants him to die because of magic. And that's quite an obvious thing. She doesn't she ends up saying her sister's a freak, abnormal, which might well be true to her. I think she's more if my sister didn't have magic, she wouldn't have gone to Hogwarts. She would have gone to the local school with me and she would still be alive and with a nicer guy than James Potter. Well, maybe not that last bit, who knows? But you get the point. Then the blown up. No, I don't really get blown up uh, because we've we've seen often that the killing curse just kills. It doesn't blow somebody up, but it just kills them. So is it the magical backlash of the spell not working on Harry that caused the house to blow-up essentially because Hagrid does say it's kind of ruins and everything else so does that cause the blow-up I mean I get why she said car crash too because you could tell the people something right you can't just say oh she died she got killed by a madman via magic you know you can't really say that can you You can't say that to muggle school teachers they're not gonna believe you they're just gonna think you're crazy I mean they probably think she's crazy anyway she had to tell them something car crash nice easy to remember explanation. Something Harry will remember and not tell anybody about type of thing. Oh, your parents actually got killed by Voldemort. Yeah, no. Your parents died in a car crash. It's a lot more believable to an infant, isn't it? An infant that doesn't know magic. So I can understand the car crash, but. No, your mom and dad were kitchen wizards with heaven you? Really? Really? I mean, you've been at school for what, 50 years? And you're saying, you know, Lily and James are that good. Head boy and girl. Come on, what we know of James Potter didn't seem that good. I mean, yes, yes, don't get me wrong. Died for his wife, died for his son. Kind of a stupid idiot, but he wasn't that of a good person while he was at school. Or he was good in relation to Lupin, but if you look at like Snape and the Slytherins, he wasn't so good. It's one of those depends on your perspective, you type suppose ones, but maybe you thought he could persuade him persuade the Potters to join him. Why? I mean, I get clearly that Hagrid doesn't know the prophecy and doesn't know of why things have happened. He clearly does not know anything in this book. And he's clearly just, you know, reaching for ideas to tell Harry a reason why his parents died. I mean, it's nice. In some ways, Hagrid just should have just shut up and said, you know, your parents were killed he was targeted they were died but it gives Hagrid a reason to talk about Lillian James and Harry a, a way of knowing them a bit better so yeah I can understand that one uh, hmm. I'm not paying for some crackpot old fool to teach him magic tricks Uncle Vernon probably should not have said that but on the other hand Why on earth would Hagrid try and turn Dudley into a pig? This boy is 11. This boy has not said a thing in this entire exchange. All he's done is had a slice of cake, or whatever it is, because he's hungry. He hasn't had anything since breakfast, which was a rushed affair because they left. And breakfast wasn't just rushed. It was cold food and stale corn lakes. So no. He's probably very hungry. There's a bit of cake there. Why would he not have a slice of cake? Hagrid got expelled. He did not know human transfiguration. Trying to turn Dudley into a pig was not a bright idea. And worse, obviously this isn't in this chapter, but Dudley has still got a pig's tail several chapters on when Harry goes to Hogwarts. That is in September. This is a whole month of Dudley having this tale because no wizard comes along and changes it back. Hagrid gets away with no consequences. There is no consequences for Hagrid in this chapter for what he does to Dudley. This child is 11. Not only has Vernon not Vernon? Not only has Hagrid said called him, you know, fat at one point. Your great puddin of a son didn't need fattening up anymore, Dudley. This child is 11. He doesn't need to be called fat by some giant stranger. He's now being... Tr- But the same giant stranger has now given a pig's tail and Ollie was like, oh, best not say anything about that. It's not nice. I got expelled, you know? I'm not really supposed to do magic. Really? That's all you have to say? Don't tell anybody, Harry? I did this, but don't tell anybody. Hagrid really does not come off well to me in this chapter. He, no, shouldn't have lost my temper. Yeah, Hagrid. Anyway. That's pretty much the end of that chapter, there's really not a huge amount to talk about, about it. I mean, yeah, <laughs> we get Har- Hagrid's letter. The letter is important, Dumbledore has it all his many, many titles. And the only odd, really, thing about that letter is, We await your owl by July 31st. One, then nobody might not have an owl. Two, what if your birthday's in August? My birthday's in August, how can they wait my owl by J- July 31st? How does that make sense? I mean, I get that uh, these letters have been coming a little while before Harry's birthday. But we're talking maybe a week. A week for somebody to, you know. And so, my birthday is middle of August. So, yep. Still wouldn't have got my owl yet. And they wait my owl by tomorrow. Because I'm recording on 30th of July. So, this, yeah, no. Doesn't make sense. Unless, because these letters to me seem, you know, they just change the name type of thing. So maybe they change the name and the date. The date matches your 11th birthday. Who knows? That's still only a week. I get that those who get this letter are probably expecting this letter. So it's ones that have got a parent or both parents that have gone to Hogwarts already. Muggleborns, I believe, get a visit because I think Hermione mentions Professor McGonagall telling her. Yeah. It's very, like, I'm, I'm hoping the date changes, and that, uh, you know, if you're born in August, and you're a muggle-born, or it's somebody, you know, getting a letter, it doesn't say July 31st. I hope that it's just, what if you don't have an owl? I suppose if you've got a parent that has magic, does magic, you can go to the owl office. It's gotta be one Diagon right? So, that it would be that, I suppose. But yeah, July 31st is tomorrow. So I figured, you know, this recording has to be done by July 30th. Um, Talking of recordings, obviously this is a lot later than my last recordings. So I've decided that every every week was too much. Uh, I'm back at work. I'm working six days a week. It's a lot harder to record and find time to record. It's not the, even the recording part, it's the editing part. Which I know, it doesn't seem like I edit at all. On these, but I do, and that takes longer than it does to actually record. So, they're going to be pretty much every two weeks, hopefully, from now on. That is the plan to get them out for every two weeks. We will see, because it's like I said, two weeks' time is my birthday. So, who knows if I've got one out by my birthday? We will see. Anyway, uh, that's it for this episode. Thank you for listening. This has been Raven Rambola, and we will be doing chapter five Diagonally next time. Thank you very much.